do not panic, I did not forget about you last week, there just wasn't a great deal of content. So here we are this week with a double bumper episode of Coastal News Podcast. Let's get through this jam-packed recording of the latest drama from the Bay. It's your favourite Home and Away podcast. Hello, this is Coastal News, an unofficial Home and Away podcast where we dissect the latest week's episodes and discuss the happenings and residents of our favourite fictional town, Summer Bay. Right, let's get to it. Lots to cover, as I've mentioned. So, Chloe and Ryder, when we picked up on the last podcast and um, they'd started secretly using the diner kitchen and this weird takeaway setup where people order food in the middle of the night to be delivered in the morning don't quite understand it not going to ask too many questions because it doesn't make sense we'll just roll with it shall we so they um have been using the diner and doing all these orders, not sleeping a wink, and it's been taking its toll, I think, on those two. And actually, we found out that Leah starts to get suspicious when she um, does that stock take, doesn't she? And she notices loads of spices and rice missing. I hadn't actually quite realised they were actually using stuff from the diner as well up until that point. Um, We were seeing them get deliveries of food, weren't we, and sneaking them in and stuff. So they have actually been stealing, um, which just adds to my (laughs) ever-increasing feelings towards Chloe. Oh, God, I can't stand her. Um, So, yeah, so add thief to the list of many things we can call her. I know out there some people will love her. Good for you. Um, But... You know, like most new characters, I always give them time to warm up, but it's just never happened with her. Never happened. Um, so now she's got Ryder involved in this whole, not only, you know, using and stealing all the food and stuff, but sneaking around behind all, you know, Irene and Leah's and Marcy's back. And as I said last time, why don't you just ask? They probably would help you out. As it turns out, when Leah actually catches them and it all comes out, unexpectedly they do just muck in and help and come to some business arrangement um, that they can rent the space in the evening. So you could have just asked anyway and probably they would have done it for you and helped you. You know what I mean? Complete waste of time. Um, I did find, because obviously Irene's not about at the moment, she's away on holiday, so Leah just sort of mentioned, oh, I've phoned Irene and she's fine with it, like... Like hell she was fine with it, do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, there we go. That's just the way things go sometimes. So they're now using the space legitimately and the business is going to take off. What I want to know is why, if that was legitimate, why didn't the diner just do that anyway? You know, the diner could run like a takeaway delivery service, you know, like make a killing. But there we go. Modern day life and all that. Um, but anyway, this way, everyone's happy. Ryder and Chloe's business up running. Maz and Alf will probably get their money back eventually because it looks like it's dead, dead successful and busy and can only go and get better over time. I love how Mac and Logan are getting on. You know, this whole will they, won't they cheeky chappy routine is really good to watch. I, if I, I catch myself smiling watching it. Um, you know, I quite like the slow burn, the 
the resistance of the flirtation. Um, I really like it. Logan has been such a fantastic addition to the show. I think he's his personality is so sarcastic, um, and he he's sort of ruffling people people's feathers enough not to be causing enemies at this point. And I think he's sort of he's walking that tightrope, isn't he? Um, so he's he's fast. He's he's just come in and he's fast become one of my favourite characters actually. So. Um, I'm hoping he's sticking around quite a lot because, um, you know, I'm quite enjoying watching him and he and Mac have got this really good thing going on. You know, I wonder if Mac's history with Tane will come to the surface at some point and whether she'll try and keep that down below the surface um, or whether she'll be up front and say, I had the hots for him or, you know, I don't know. We need to learn a little bit more about Logan as well. You know, we know he's ex-army, he's been in Afghanistan, he's probably seen some stuff, right? So there's probably a lot of story there for us to unpack for him. So he's going to be a really good complex character in the long run, I reckon. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing seeing those unfold and maybe learning more about Logan as we go as well. Um, I think Logan is looking like he's perhaps being, um, you know, lined up to be Tory's replacement, maybe, because Tory um, and Christian, as we've seen, are starting to talk about moving overseas. You know, they're talking about the wedding and their honeymoon and end up settling on this mad sort of it came out of nowhere I thought this idea of moving to London and working in hospitals in London now as we know you know I mean there's no pandemic in Summer Bay but you know the hospitals over here are absolutely crying out for doctors and I and I don't quite know whether I would leave northern districts um to come and work in the NHS there can't be a lot of money in that <laughs> but, but you know we, we've now learning that Tory's got this big dream, London's the city, the theatre, the culture, the history, and she definitely sort of talked himself into that fairy tale, haven't they, of living in London, uh, you know, and and being happily ever after. And, and you know, it's... <sighs> Tory's my fav- one of my favourite characters of all time, I would say, actually. Um, so much has gone down in the five or so years... Is it five or six years now they've been on the screen, the Morgans, when they arrived? Um, you know, I, she'll be missed if she moves overseas. She really will. I hope it's not like a permanent thing. Maybe she'll come back, you know, without Christian at some point in the future and we find out loads of stuff has gone on between them two off screen. I don't know. Um, you know, I'm starting to write future episodes here. But, but I don't know. I, I feel like Tori's a long stayer, right? Um, fair, fair income if that you know if the actress wants to go on to new stuff, but she will be sorely missed. So Logan looks like he might end up being her replacement. She, she took her a little while, didn't it, to come up, to come round to the idea, should I say, with Christian and and that sort of it was just all a bit too out there for her. I can't, you know, I can't leave my family. I can't leave the bay. We've finally all these years being in witness protection, having to move around all the time. We've finally got somewhere where we're. We're happy as a family and we've settled down and whatnot and grace to think about. Um, but it doesn't take a long to change your mind, like I say, and get, get enthralled in that, um, you know, that fairy tale of moving overseas. So Logan will be the new, the new dock in town, I reckon. Um, it was quite funny, actually, wasn't it? You know, like, she, did, she really didn't want to tell Justin, did she? She was putting it off and Christian sort of forced her into this situation of having this conversation and telling Justin that she's applied for a job in London and he takes it completely well 
not what she was expecting. But, it, you know, we know from what he says to Leah, he's sort of said, oh, yeah, crack on, good luck, sort of thing, knowing, probably in the back of his mind, thinking, she's not going to move, she's not going to do it, she's not going to get, what are the chances of her getting it? You know, that kind of thing. So um, I feel it's not quite registered with Justin that they're serious about it. And I'm, you can't really blame him. It came out of nowhere, you know. Um, but I imagine we're going down an exit storyline here. They're going to they're gonna move off to London. Um, sad. So sad. <laughs> so, the exhibition plans got a bit kiboshed, didn't they? Uh, Martha found out from the... Um, the venue that Bella had organised through contacts that there is no venue now for the charity exhibition for the mental health charity. You know, Martha's struggle with Martha because her and Alf are just constantly dipping in and out. Like, we we don't really... Like, what was the reason for bringing her back from the dead, really? Like, I really do struggle to get on board with these because and I, and I feel like it's because they're not here enough and we're not we're not seeing enough of it they're just constantly zipping away for a month and back for a couple of episodes and then zipping away again and that's not helping things so it's nice to actually have Martha around and getting stuck in with things um her and Rue are sort of full steam ahead organizing this Bella bless her would have been so good for Bella to get on board with this but she's just not ready with the whole neat breakup is she and I think eventually she'll come back to the lens, you know. She will she will find a way back properly, you know, and and um and realise that she um you know she she's talented and that's that's hers, you know, that's her her talent and her future that 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 involves the photography. So so but in the mean so yeah, so she's not involved in the ex- exhibition, well that's fine. So Ryder ends up involved anyway, and, and we sort of go all 21st century and get the exhibition online. It's like an online auction now for... Did you, did you see Alf's portrait? <laughs> oh, it was funny. Um, who's bid on that, by the way? Which one of you was it, listeners? Who bid on Alf's portrait? Own up for it. So, um, so yeah, so hopefully it's a success and they raise loads of money for... Um, for the mental health charity, really good awareness storyline there. And Al's feeling a bit put out, isn't he? He's trying to organise time with Martha. He organised that picnic on the Blacksland, and 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 she was too busy running off to the city for meetings with the mental health charity. So Al's gradually, more and more as time goes on throughout this, he's feeling a bit more pushed out and a bit more unwanted. Um, which is nice actually, rather than just seeing him ordering coffee all the time. You know, the old Galar does have some feelings and. And and I don't know, I, I just hope it doesn't end up coming between them, you know. You know, he wants to get on board, doesn't he? He's not a complete monster, but, you know, he, yeah, he's feeling pushed out. Hopefully they work that out, and it's all a big, roaring success, and Alf's not feeling too unwanted and unloved. Very quick reminder now, please do like, subscribe... Um, or save this podcast on your favourite podcast app, whatever you need to do to make sure you're notified when I publish future episodes. It really helps you not miss any action. Um, But also, you know, by sharing it and things like that and subscribing, it just helps grow the podcast uh, week on week, um, you know, and helps us reach more like-minded, home and away fans such as yourself. 
Thank you for your support. Well, we briefly touched on Bella and Nick as part of that story, but there is obviously the Nick and Bella breakup issue. Finally, they've sorted it out. Insert laugh, uh, clap trap. Um, you know, clap. They finally got their act together and they're back together. Much to Ryder's dismay. Ryder's not on board, is he? I don't know what's going on with Ryder, honestly. Just leave him to none of your business. I mean, you need to keep your eye on your own missus, mate, because she's a nightmare. Um, but at the very least, we're going to have peace restored with the fact that Bella and Neek have decided to give things a go. And news soon spreads around town, doesn't it, that they're back together and everyone seems happy. Uh, Ryder does come round in the end, um, you know, and they all have a game of pool and crack on. So hopefully that's the end of that long, drawn-out break-up. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think there's more drama on the horizon for those two? Probably. Um, you know... Hopefully it's a shoe on for um, Bella to get back into her photography. Bella had a really good scene with Rue, where Rue was telling her, you know, that's your thing, you know, you need to move on. You can't let this thing get you down for the rest of your life, you know, get get back on the saddle with the camera and everything and the photography. So I felt, I thought she was getting through to her for a while there. And, it, and obviously it did re result in her reluctantly taking pictures for the online auction, but yeah, I thought that I thought I thought we had a breakthrough with her, um, you know. And I think isn't it giving a right message? I'm going to go a bit sort of political here, but is is it giving a right message to viewers, to young girls who watch the show, who, you know, it's is it is it telling them that you can only be successful and pursue your dreams and your aspirations with a man, you know. Is, I guess what I'm trying to say, is it teaching young females to be independent? And I don't know. I don't know. It's heartbreak at the end of the day and everybody goes through it. But it is just something to think about, I think. Now, speaking of heartbreak, Mia and Ari, lots of it lately, as we know for obvious reasons. And Mia has now decided that she wants to adopt and Ari is completely on board. And I love this story, love adoption and fostering. It's it's part of the fabric of Summer Bay, right? So Mia wants to adopt, Ari's on board. The problem is the application's going to have lots of issues with it because of his criminal past. We know he was in the slammer for armed robbery for a decade so you know they're not just going to let him adopt easily they had that weird meeting with john who you know sort of told him you know you need to put your mind to it anything's possible it's all the hard work is worth the reward um and everything looked quite good until obviously they realized the criminal record check would be a massive problem and it all sort of <sighs> We don't really get any further, we, or, you know, we don't get move on from that stumbling block until um, Jasmine offers to sell the gym. Jasmine's selling the gym. He's, you know, so she, offer, she offers to sell it to Mia and Ari, and it'd be a good evidence to them, you know, it would sort out their money issues. It would clearly show on their application that they have steady income and they're good citizens and they're business owners and they're part of the community, a big part of the community. So makes sense on, sounds perfect on paper. Um, 
except for they need the cash. And as we keep being told, Ari is in and out of work all the time. You know, he's not got a steady work on the construction site. What does he, what, what are they constructing, by the way? What? Where is this place? What, what are they doing? You know what I mean? It just sort of disappears with yellow overalls on, uh, sorry, orange overalls on every now and then um yeah what are they constructed <laughs> what are they constructed um i'd be interested to know um anyway uh, but there's, ne there's never any you know they sometimes their stands stood down aren't they and there's not really steady cash from it so it's been a problem for them and we then see fast forward a couple of days mia at this lockup this storage unit place with a big wad of cash turns out she kept the cash from the armed, said armed robbery, ten day, ten years before. So there's this hot cash in the lockup, and they need cash to buy the gym to be able to get the adoption. So Mia, in her infinite wisdom, decides to go and put the deposit down without telling Ari, and then it all unravels that she's got the cash. So we're learning snippets of their history together. You know, when he went in down, the, the the cash was given to her for the future. And she her argument is, I'm using it for the future now. But Ari doesn't want a bar of it, does he? He's, you know, he's done his time. He doesn't want to get involved with the, with, the, with the cash again, the stolen cash. I don't understand, though. If he gave it to her, one, why have they struggled for money all the time since? And two, um, you know... When he came out of prison and he, and he saw her and, and Mia first turned up again and they were rekindling what they had, did he not think to say to her, what did you do with the money? Like, did you, you know, did you do something with it? Did you get rid of it? Did you spend it? Did you, did you put it away? I don't, you know, like, surely that conversation was something you would have, right? I would think so. Um, so... So that bit doesn't make sense to me. I think this is a little bit... Um, there's a few holes in their back history. And there's a few... You know, I think we've got to, got to go along with it a little bit with this one, I think. But um, we do see that Ari, looking reluctant, agrees to continue with the sale. But I think there's going to be problems here. How are they going to... Are they going to pay for it in cash? Ja Jasmine's going to know something's wrong. Like, how are they going to get this cash paid for the gym without it being flagged up? ex-con, gone down for armed robbery, there's missing cash from years ago, how is he going to be able to then go and buy a gym with cash without anybody, without it raising any flags, you know, I think it's going to be very difficult, and I have, I don't know if they've thought this plan through enough, Ari's not convinced either, it's written all over his face, Mia's, again, she's just, I think she's got her eye on the prize, and she? she's just thinking she'll do anything to adopt and have a, have a child with Ari, um, but I don't think the details have been thought through. I hope those things are explained because for me to get on board with this story, I'm going to need those details explained to me. And teen tearaway Theo crashes into the bay, or skids into the bay, should I say. Um, Dimitri's son nephew of Leah, Justin's not happy, is he? He looks like a right character, is one word of saying it. Not going down well with you, like I can see on Twitter. Um, I, so yeah, so he looks like a troubled, we're going to get, you know, troubled teen redemption story coming, I'm sure. 
Is Leo, will Leo and Justin take him under his wing? Is he going to be here long term? Why has he come to the Bay? Why why after all these years is he, is he, has he come to Leo? Um, what's going on there? There's obviously some money because of the car he's driving. So he's a bit spoiled brat. You know, what's he doing here? Um, and what trouble will he will he uh, cause and, and what's going to go on from here? He's going to cause issues with the young guns, I reckon. Um, you know, getting in with the young crowd. So let's see what goes on there. We don't really know much about him other than that. He's had a falling out with Dimitri and he's fled to Leah's and um, Justin's not that keen on him. And can you blame him? He's a bit of a... That's all we've got time for today. Um, thank you for listening to this bumper issue, um, covering all the drama from the past two weeks. I appreciate your patience. Sorry there was no episode last week. There just wasn't enough content, right? It was a slow week in the Bay. Um, do keep in touch, though. Still watching live every day, and we'll be tweeting along to the action as it unfolds on Twitter. That's at Coastal News Pod. And on the hashtag Home and Away. We're on Instagram as well, at Coastal News Pod. I will see you next time for another another podcast episode unpacking everything from the bay see you then bye bye